Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 12.36 in We're going to roll out uh, Irish theme band all day today. Is that right? For St. Patrick's Day? It's kind of my plan, yeah. Yeah. Now, are you, do you have any Irish blood in you at all? Yes, sir. I've even got the tattoo on my calf. Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You know, I'm uh, one-court Irish as well, right? Does that make it less offensive if you uh, poke a good-natured little shot at yourself once in a while about that? I don't know. So, anyhow, let's have some fun today. Welcome back, everybody, in uh, these serious times. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers Now. Obviously, our uh, top story today continues to be uh, coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, and how it, uh, well, the show's called Oilers Now, how it affects uh, uh, the business, and we're in a whole... New world in complete uncharted territory, which was exemplified this weekend, by the way. Brennan, we went a half hour of the show and didn't even discuss the fact that Tom and Selmy from the Oilers organization uh, put out a release on Saturday uh, verifying that the Oilers would be paying their part-time staff. Uh, the Oilers had seven regular season games left at Rogers Place. Um, it came out on Saturday. But, and we actually had some people, I, I sort of followed, uh, I retweeted the Oilers tweet out on that. People were like, what took so long to make the decision? Again, <laughs> these situations are very fluid right now. Uh, but the top story is brought to you each day by Great Rock Exteriors. Mother Nature wreaks havoc on your home. Book your free no-obligation inspection today. Visit greatrockexteriors.ca. As we go to our Oilers Now headliner for touchback safety, when it's time for safety training, trust the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety is their goal. We welcome back to the show NHL insider John Shannon. Uh, okay, John, uh, I guess we have you on a different line today. John, how are you? Great, Bob. You? Good. Uh, well, as good as can be expected. How are you uh, handling things here over the course of the last four or five days? Well, you know what? I mean, the dogs haven't been walked uh, any more than they have in the last four or five days. Or so. And uh, believe it or not, I think I've read two books. So, gosh, I mean, maybe this is going to make me a smarter and, uh, and healthier person before it's over. Which uh, two books have you read? I, I I read the latest one uh, on uh, on Churchill in the war, 
Uh, and then I read one on Harry Truman, which was absolutely... I, I love biographies, and I love history, and actually the whole... Uh, the one uh, the one on, on Churchill talked about all of the sacrifices the British public had to make uh, through the war, so <laughs> it comes at a very appropriate time. Well, uh, no kidding. And, uh, you know, there was a genera- uh, actually a couple generations that uh, they basically played the ultimate sacrifice, right? And uh, what are we being asked to do? We're being asked to sit on the couch. So. That's right. Uh, you know, it's funny. I had a talk with my son uh, last night, and I said, uh, you know, we're not being rationed yet. Uh, we can still go to the store and buy stuff, and there's still tons of milk and, and produce and bread. Um we're not being told we can't have just two ounces of tea a week, so um, we're uh, it's it's not that bad. Uh, we can uh, we can certainly do better, and as long as we're nicer to each other um, through the course of this, then maybe we'll get through it. All right, I I, I know you know this is coming because we had a brief conversation or you know a, a brief sort of dialogue last night. Yep. So I'm going to hit it, hit you with it right now. What percentage of a chance do you think at this stage uh, do you believe that we will have a Stanley Cup winner awarded, you know, a Stanley Cup playoffs this year? What percentage of a chance do you think that's going to end up being? 75. Why? I, 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 um, well, first of all, let, let's, let's put this in practical terms. We all believe that the next 14 or 15 days are the most important of uh, COVID-19 yep. uh, and and the spread and the containment of it. Um, and uh, if everyone does their part, uh, then uh, 15 days from now, we will get a better indication. Uh, and that's me as a layman. And I do believe that the uh, people in professional sports have had a, uh, a much greater dialogue and understanding of what is going on uh, with, the, uh, with the virus. Uh, and in reading and in talking to a few people, they're talking. They they've said that uh, the optimal opportunity is uh, within 45 days of the 60-day CDC uh, ban or or suggested uh, uh, deployment of nothing going on uh, that they could be back at camp. Uh, and so I truly believe uh, within our 15-day window and then another month we'll have a great indication that uh, the teams can go back to practice. Now, it, it, do I know that they, the, the, the virus is going to be contained? Absolutely not. Um, but I do believe that, w- that it will pass. And I believe that uh, with what we even we've witnessed in, in what's gone on in China recently, uh, where there is a decline in the virus, uh, that uh, that we're going to be in much better shape because we've admitted there's an issue right from the beginning, unlike some some other countries. Yeah, all right. Uh, and again, as you mentioned last week, you're only as good as your weakest link in these situations, so we right. are a little bit dependent upon our American uh, neighbors to the south, which is not to be suggesting in any way, shape, or form we've been better than them to this point, but I think that, uh, you know, let's just put it this way. There's been a lot of tests done in Canada, John. We know that, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so I have another theory on this, and I'd like to – so you're at 75%. I don't know if I'd be that high uh, just because I'm a, a bit of a pragmatist, but I'm pleased – No, 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 you're a – Bob, pragmatist? You're not a pragmatist. You're a pessimist. You're, I, I, no, you actually, in, fa- in fact, I haven't talked to your wife about this at all. You're just a worrywart. That's all you, you are. So? You are. You are a worrywart. That's all you do. You love to worry. 
No. You know, and, right. and so, I mean, it's, it's... But no, it's, I'll, give you, I'll give you a reason why I'm, I'm probably at 50-50, okay? Okay, okay. Part of it is, like, I mean, I feel for the kids, you know, the kids that played Canadian University sport, the kids that are in junior hockey, junior, junior A shutdown, you know. Uh, sure, Park Crusaders, number one in the country, best season in team history, and they're not going to get a chance to play for a championship this year. Um, the Western Hockey League. We're probably headed down a fairly inevitable path there, given the fact that the Memorial Cup traditionally is hosted the third week of March or May. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be in Kelowna this year. Uh, American Hockey League. But those leagues all are challenged to profit, right? Those leagues, they're not, is it fair to say they're not playing, no disrespect intended, but money is a bit of a part of this year. It, the, the fact of the matter is the NBA and the NHL are at, simply put, a different stratosphere. And there is going to, if we are starved for sport for the next six to eight weeks, John, there is going to be a market for it if we can get cleared up and back running, which is why we could push later into the year than traditionally. Because yeah, I, so I, much money. So for me, part of the reason why I'm at 50-50 is there's a hell of a lot of money out there, John. Yeah, but at the same time, um, you know, I do believe that everybody's going to be and 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 be as as safe as possible to do it in a time that uh, they have to be assured that there is zero risk of exacerbating the virus. So, and I say the seventy-five because I do believe that there's enough people um, that that uh, think that the the curve. Of the disease and the virus uh, will uh, will 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 slow down and get below that uh, that level that we can accept uh, in the public health system, and that in many ways is what this is all about more than anything else. Yeah, uh, we work backwards from the Olympics. The announcement today is saying, "Hey, I mean, we we found out that the Euro in soccer has been pushed back for 2021. Uh, Europe is now the epicenter. Uh, obviously, Italy and Spain. It's just been unbelievable right. what's happened. Um, unbelievable, but certainly in the case of Italy, with an older aging population, uh, some you know traditions in terms of how you meet and greet people, some industry standards that took place with the fashion industry and where some of the people that they got that come in on three month work permits come from. Mm-hmm. It starts. The, the amount of smoking that they like, you know, like maybe it's a little bit and late into the diagnostic testing stages compared to some other countries in the world. Uh, and we can all learn from what happened there. But the euro has been pushed back. But the Olympics, John, right now sounds like it's up and running. And given NBC's deal with the Olympics in the U.S. and NBC's deal with the NHL, does that give us a little bit of a timeline? No. No. Okay. No, I don't. I, I don't think you need to. I don't need the, I don't think you link the two. Okay. Um, I mean, that's if memory serves me. Olympics were September anyway, correct? I, I think the Olympics aren't in the hot, in the heat of the summer in Tokyo. I think they're. I think they're later in the summer. Uh, and I, I do think that there's a belief that we would be in. We'll be in much better shape as a globe, uh, combating the virus by the time the Olympics were supposed to start. Um, uh, you know, so, uh, and, and in the end, uh, in terms of what the, uh, from, from a financial perspective, uh, the, the money coming from NBC for all of this, for hockey, is a drop in the bucket. You know, it, it's, it's not very, it's less than $7 million per team at this point, uh, or, yeah, less than $7 million per team. Uh, I mean, heck, that's a, that's a number three defenseman. I don't think that every team's going to be worrying about that. I, re- I really don't. Uh, I just I, I think that 
what would would happen is when it comes to the game of hockey, when it comes to the NHL, it will be when they view the public health is at no risk. Uh, and there's fingers and toes crossed that within that 60-day CDC window, that in 45 days they can start camps, and then in the 60th day they can drop the puck. And I think that that's, that's the optimum, that's the ultimate. Um, you know, so from that perspective, I, uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, that, that first week in May seems realistic. By the way, I think the Olympics are late July. So yes. that, that, uh, uh, for some reason, I thought there was, was, uh, gonna, it was a little later than that. Perhaps, then, perhaps they might have to do that, just like they did the Kentucky Derby, just like they've done Roland Garros. Delay things. Um, you know, a, 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 uh, uh, an event of such magnitude could certainly be pushed back two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, July yeah, July 24th, August 9th, John. So there you have it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in Japan. And again, the announcement today is saying they're moving forward. Um, you don't expect, I mean, I mean, the players, how would they handle, because the contracts are up June 30th. Would they just, and I'm going to, we do have Jerry Johansson on later on, John. Would that be a scenario where um, they would have a caveat that would be placed in the CBA that would allow the contracts to be extended potentially another month? If, if they, I, I think you'd have to. I mean, yeah. I, I think you have to because, it, and, and, and the, the reality of it is, is that, um, you, you know, you'd have to create a, a, a legal extension of not just the CBA but the NHL budget year uh, that allows everything to move to, say, uh, July 31st as opposed to June 30th being the last day of the fiscal year. Uh, I, I, I truly believe, though, I, I truly believe they will try to get everything done by June 30th. I think that that would be that will be the ultimate goal. And you you can people can say, well, they're asking for dates in July. They may be asking for dates in July, but you know darn well uh, that uh, by, by pushing by the, the 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 domino effect of pushing the year this year, how does that affect the start of next year? Right. Uh, and you know, if you can you imagine playing a game a game of hockey on the fifteenth of July to give out the Stanley Cup, uh, and then having to go to camp in you know in the, in the second week of September, um, I, I, I'm I'm sure that there are going to be issues at some point. So I, I I do believe in my own heart that they're going to try to get everything done by June thirtieth. So if they start up, let's just say for the sake of argument, they start up May fifteenth. And they finish June thirtieth. That's six weeks. Yep. How do they do that? Like, how do, would they go twenty fourteen? Obviously, they'd have to eliminate a certain amount of teams. Just forget it. The regular season's over, and eliminate yeah. a certain amount of teams, John. Yep. And and well, the question then becomes: Is how you how do you handle the end of the regular season? We talked last week, Bob. Do they do they delineate it as a sixty eight game schedule? and yeah. just announced that the end of the regular season is 68 games in because every team has played 68 games and go by that and, and the top 16 uh, are in the playoffs. Obviously, this is going to be a ton of discussion between the league and the Players Association who are trying to make sure that everything is safe for the players as well. Uh, there, you know, there's no, rule or, uh, there, there's no rule that suggests that you, know, you have to play 16, you have to win 16 games to win the Stanley Cup. There is no rule that says that. You know, that just happens to be the way the playoffs are now. Yeah. Uh, we can go to 12 games. We can go, I mean, 
The last time the Toronto Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup in 1967, they won eight games. They won eight games to win the Stanley Cup. What was it like to cover that, John, by the way, when you were in your 30s? You know, this is still <laughs> over-the-air radio, and I can't use the words that I choose to at times. You know, I, you know I'm not in line at Costco for toilet paper, so I don't talk that way anymore. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where... You know, we we used to mark. I remember doing an Edmonton Oilers playoff year when the playoffs were over by the thirty. I mean, the twenty fourth of May. It was glorious. Twenty fourth yeah. of May, nineteen eighty four. They won in the they won in the third week of May. Yeah, I mean, and now and and there are lots of us and, and even guys in the league office that have said, "Is there any way we can just get the schedule to end before June first? Yeah, and that's just not possible anymore. Even without uh, delays or, or pauses in the schedule. All right. Well, John, I, we're, we're going to try to provide some levity. Uh, I was in grade 12, 1984, uh, when the Oilers won their first Stanley Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I was also in grade 12 in 1985 and grade 12 in 1986. Yeah. So, well, so it was a I'll hard... tell you what, in 1984, I was lucky enough to have produced my fourth Stanley Cup championship series. Yeah. 85, I produced my fifth. And 86, I produced my sixth. So, now, did you do the 87 series, or was that the year it moved over to, uh, it went from CBC over to, for some reason, I, I, I thought there were different broadcasters. Yes, there were. So in 19, so in the, uh, for full levity, in the summer of 1986, I got fired by Hockey Night in Canada. Come on. Yes, I got fired. Uh, they had a reorganization. I got sold to an American, and the guy said, okay, how come this guy's making too much money, so we're going to get rid of him? So they got rid of me, and I walked across the street and started working for Global Television. Yep. And I told my friends, don't worry, I'm going to be back producing the Stanley Cup Final. So the Philadelphia-Edmonton Stanley Cup Final in 1987 yep. was on Global Television for some of the games, including Game 7. Our play-by-play team was... Dan Kelly and John Davidson, our host was Dave Hodge. It was awesome. And I and, want... and for levity, speaking of levity, we were we were we viewed ourselves just as kind of mavericks. We could we we, we yep. had no no big brother watching us doing everything we so we actually hired an impressionist for game seven. And we had somebody come on and do a Don Cherry impression in the first intermission. Come on. And then in the second intermission we had him come back and do Howie Meeker. And, and and the thing was, if you're if you're if you're watching us, you're not watching the other guys. So what would the other guys be saying? And the guy came on and did a little Don Cherry impression, and his name was Bob Robertson out of Vancouver. Absolutely true. I watched that game in Clearwater, BC. Game seven was on a Sunday, May thirty. Oh, you were you were planting trees, were you? Yep. May May thirty first. Uh, yeah. May thirty first, nineteen eighty seven was uh, game seven. Yeah. And uh, by the way, that's Daryl Cates' birthday, and Daryl was that's the shot when Daryl purchased oh, the I team. Know. The shot of him in a leather jacket. He was at the game, and I can tell you, all, I had a hell of a night that night. It was an it was an incredible <laughs> night. We a whole crew from Edmonton. We had a lot of fun, and uh, it was it was glorious. And, and the Oilers, uh, that, uh, they were down one nothing, and Glenn Anderson and Kent Nielsen and Mark Messier yeah. combined on an unbelievable yeah. game time goal, John. That was a uh, well. We, we, we expected uh, they did split some of the games in that series, Bob, right. uh, between CBC and, and Global, uh, and we had Game Five at the Coliseum, yeah. and CBC had Game Six. So. Um, we fully expected. I mean, the, the Oilers were up um, three one, three games, three, yeah. three games, three one, and three one, and three one in the game. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye. And Rick Tockett, 
Rick Tockett, of all people, and Scotty Mellenby, and all those, and those young, Derek Smith, all those young kids playing for Mike, um, they wanted the Coliseum, and so we had to stay in Edmonton. We, <laughs> we were forced to stay at Edmonton just in case there was a Game 7. Uh, needless to say, our friends at Sherlock Holmes were great for the tabs. And uh, uh, it was a it was a fast it was a, a, hard to believe it so long ago, um, but uh, that was a time and a place where uh, Edmonton was the epicenter of hockey for sure. Let's hope that happens again, John. As always, thanks for your time. We'll hook up. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Later in the week, okay? Okay, Bob. Thanks. That's John Shannon. John is our NHL insider. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you on Oilers Now. Mark Spector coming up. Stoffer Inspector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. $145 million in economic impact in Alberta. And at Roos Chris, it's uh, the greatest stake you've ever had. And that's where guests on this show receive gift certificates, too. You can follow the sizzle to Alberta's own. Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor, big supporters of the Oilers uh, and big supporters over the years of Oilers. Now, John Shannon was our Oilers Now Headliner. Second hour of Oilers now coming up. We'll merge. Brendan, can we merge the brakes here? Do I get the thumbs up? It's 12.55 in Edmonton. Mark Spector when we return on Oilers now. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.